Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name's Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Staub. And one of my favorite songs of Weird Al Yankovic is his parody of I'm Bad, which is appropriately named as I'm Fat. Do you agree, yes or no? I agree that is a parody. I don't know. I, 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 that song is pretty good. Yeah, I, I do remember it. He has a couple of good lines in there. Do you have a, a more favorite Weird Al Yankovic song? Not, not that I'm not a big fan of his, but out of, out of the songs that he has, I think that's one of the best. At least the video is pretty good. I mean, Am- Amish Paradise is pretty good. That's a classic. Uh, that's true. That's true. And that's a little bit later in our generation, too. Eat It. Michael Jackson's Beat It. Oh, yeah. Eat It's good. I, I'll go with the classic. I'm fat. So why did you bring that up? Is it a disability to be overweight? I guess not even overweight. Obese is the, the classification we're really looking at. But I think everyone's kind of settled that, okay, if you're, you know, your weight, you know, that's not a disability. And you're, you could typically be discriminated against based upon your weight. But obese, that kind of has a clinical association to it, right? Because that's like a category of you know, your BMI, which we decided last week is worthless. <laughs> you, you said that like a second after I thought of it and I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I think that is technically a way to calculate if someone is over, like it obviously it's definitely overweight. And then I think obese is a category too, but you could be a NFL player and be classified as obese according to BMI. Like that's why it's, that's why it's dumb. To be fair, some of those guys are frankly obese. I mean, they are just huge. The offensive linemen, but not like you're you're in Houston, like J.J. Watt, who's a Houston guy for you. Like he's not obese, but I bet he probably qualifies as overweight or obese under that. Anyways, why is this an issue? Because let's say you terminate someone as an employer and they come back and say like, oh, I have a disability under the ADA, obesity. You're like, oh, well that or you need to accommodate their their disability at work too is another thing that comes it's it's all kind of falls under the same umbrella yeah obesity is it a disability under the ada and i think let's see the eeoc is now saying it is right yeah so this is kind of i personally have always said that obesity can be considered a disability but depending on this or that but it seems as though and this was like maybe i think the last time i really looked in this issue is a couple years ago. But I think more recently now, it's it's trending to go the other way that it's very hard to prove that obesity is a disability. And one of the particular cases that I saw was that the employee had a difficult time from a medical expert's perspective to establish that the obesity was somehow caused by some physiological you know, disorder and that it didn't have to do with any habits. And then and then in the particular case that I saw is like, if you were obese when you came into the workplace and then fired right afterwards, then you can't really say that you were determinated because of obesity or from some disability because you were already obese in the first place. Yeah, and I think the, the difference with this, with this disability or with obesity as a disability versus other items that would fall under disability is you can be born with a disability in terms of like, let's say you, you know, you can't walk. Like that's a disability you were born with, or you even if you got into like a, a car accident or something like that, oftentimes if you're overweight or obese, I mean, 
you, you can have some sort of genetic issues as well, but it kind of just falls on the, the individual. And I think that's why it's kind of what you were alluding to. They need to show some sort of, there needs to be some sort of symptom there. And I think that's kind of the key point with, with all of this. And it kind of goes to that thought that, you know, I think there's some people that say, you know, obesity could be a sign of some other disease and so forth. And, and that's why even though the EEOC is kind of leaning that way, I can still easily see a case that has the right facts that, you know, this person has certain disorder that causes them to be overweight. In this case, the obesity didn't have any kind of substantial impairment of major life activities, which is a part of the definition of a disability under the ADA. And so obesity at a certain extent, when it gets to that far, does have that kind of you know impact, I'm sure, once you get to a certain weight. So even though I'm saying like, okay, EOC may be leaning back towards obesity not being a disability. And if you look at the news articles, you know, everywhere. That's what people are, are saying, but I would not bank on that personally because well, let, let's talk about the impact of the ADA on employers. We're not talking about, you know, accommodating customers and so forth. We're talking about employers. When is it okay to discriminate those that have a disability and discrimination could, could come in the form of your hiring practices or if they become temporarily disabled in the accommodation process. And basically, if you have 15 employees or more, and in some states like California, a different set of laws apply for disabilities like FIHA, that's five employees and more. But point being is that once, once a person has a disability, then all of a sudden, and, and ADA applies to you, then all of a sudden you have to go through the accommodation process to make ensure that they can perform their job duties so long as you're able to make an accommodation to them that doesn't cause the employer some undue hardship. Failing to do that causes tremendous liability from the employer. You stole my thunder again with the BMI and now this. <laughs> I was going to pose that question to you. Like, I'll just make it an open discussion now of, you know, as an employer, how do you handle issues like this? Obviously, it's a case-by-case situation. There's a big difference between sitting behind a desk all day and like a job where you have to be on the move, like a FedEx driver. Gosh, uh, do you, I don't know if you ever listen to Howard Stern. Every once in a while, I do. And there was a, there's this one guy affiliated with the show, and he's he was very overweight, and he was applying for a, a waiter job at the restaurant near the radio station. And it was this kind of, it was in New York City, Manhattan. So, and I I guess it's a high-end restaurant and they're friends of the show and so forth. They took his application, but they just had this interesting discussion, like who's going to hire this guy that is overweight? He's not going to be able to get through through the tables to be able to efficiently wait, or even that he's a bus boy and so forth. And I was, you know, of course I'm thinking like, what kind of discriminatory issues do they have there? And they were talking about some of those issues, but... When it comes down to it, I've never seen a case where just based upon looks that an employee was able to recover based upon any kind of disability perspective. But I still think that could easily happen under the right circumstances. I I wouldn't be surprised, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely could happen, but you're right. It's not the straightforward case that you might see with other, other disability issues. So I think it would have to be more towards the desk job that I was describing of someone not hiring them based on that something that with their weight necessarily wouldn't affect their job but they you know were still 
not hired because of their weight. By the way, I I, I need I think I need we need to make a correction because it looks like in you know I'm going back into time here. It looks back in 2014, the EEOC is claiming that obesity is a disability under the ADA. But I think there's been a string of cases that it's been hard for them to prove that because of the reasons you know discussed before is that even if even if obesity could be termed as a disability you still have to show that physiological cause that caused the obesity you still have to show that there's an impairment for a life activity and so forth or you still have to show that not only it's regarded as a disability but the the discriminatory act or adverse action was because of that disability or they didn't accommodate that disability so but i i it looks like we do have to make a correction that i i'm trying to figure out what the eeoc's position is but it seems like they're still they're still leaning towards that it is a disability and reading more into their basis which again is what i was saying prior is that with obesity there must be some kind of underlying condition but because they're saying that you know in 2008 they amended the ADA was amended a little bit and and basically expanded the threshold for what constitutes obesity that even without any underlying condition obesity itself sufficiently impacts life activities you know when it comes to bending walking digestion whatever and to qualify itself as as a disability so there you go i mean a EOC is going to take that conservative stance so i i would you know go back to what i was saying is that even if you've seen cases that have gone the other way in in the employer's favor i i wouldn't be surprised when you have employees of that size you're you're still taking a risk i was reading a little bit more on this and they're saying you know when, where do we draw the line it could open up this door to all these other different different things that people can claim are a disability and we're not going to get into this but you know one of the things that brings up is i only bring this up because it's in the news this week very heavily and last week gender identity disorders yeah so i mean i think that <laughs> that's probably the next big hot topic that i think is gonna it's gonna come through now that we have a you know a face of the on that sort of topic it's going to become very popular i think there's going to be a lot of opinions and we're going to see i'm sure there's already been cases i haven't looked into it but i i'm sure i think it's going to be even more so yeah and and we i think we may have discussed or at least touched on the past that a lot of states don't have any protections for sexual orientation and definitely those states don't have any protections for transgender or transsexual kind of classes of people and when it comes to the ada understand that disabilities can be both physical or mental. So if if there, if there's some kind of gender identity issue and that's considered to be some kind of mental impairment, then that could be construed as a disability under the ADA. But whether it, it a major life activity is somehow limited somehow by that, I, I'm not sure. But, you know, point being is that you're right. This is This is something that we're going into new territory as to how the ADA may apply to other situations. You know, especially obesity, obviously the it's only become more recent because of the obesity problem amongst the in the United States. Yeah. I don't know what the numbers are, but it's more, a lot more, you know, than it was even a decade ago. Well, we talked about this last week too. I mean, I on the podcast with the wellness programs and this this kind of yeah. ties this ties into that and it's all kind of one one big top or it all kind of goes into one big topic. So it's just another one of those things that employers need to take into consideration when deciding to not hire someone or fire someone or treat someone a certain way. 
I know it's, it's all, this is all very vague what I'm saying, but that's you know, just another, another thing for employers to worry about. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. <laughs> so abrupt. Keep it sound. Keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.